These lads who make a living out of um, hunting sponges underwater. The, da- the most dangerous game. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the unexplained legends. In 1901, a device was found off the coast of Greece that completely changed our concept of human history. This week on Unexplained Legends, the Antikythera Mechanism. Welcome, listeners, to this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. I'm Roger O'Sullivan, and with me, as always, is... Dennis Toll's drawing in a rack over there, Len. And together we are the Unexplained Legends. Uh, Dennis, my, um, I don't, I don't want don't to brag now or anything. But yeah. um, the last last week, obviously, we mentioned that I'd become monk famous. Yeah. Um, the, Do you want to explain what that is to people? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, if if any if any if any monk meme fans are listening, hello, welcome, and thank you for coming to the podcast. I've started I've started making content, hot hot content on Instagram Reels. Where I finally put my my history degree to use, and uh, I've so you're not you're not bragging though, no. No, I'm not. No, the bragging this hasn't the started. Bra- do, you, do you have a history degree? <laughs> the, the bragging hasn't started. I have an award-winning history okay. degree. The, an award-winning yeah, one. Okay. I won an award for my history degree. Thus, award-winning history degree. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. The that's how I know so much about UFOs. The uh, it's <laughs> it's my. Is it is this is this the podcast? Yeah, we're still doing. We're, the podcast, we're doing the yeah. podcast, but I haven't even started. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but I haven't even started the bragging. Uh, okay. Right. So my uh, these videos have really taken off. They're very funny. They're they're ingenious. People, this is other people are saying this. They've really taken off yeah. on Instagram. Uh, my uh, my success now is is like hurtling out of control. Um, two two things happened to me during the week that I thought I'll have to tell Dennis that because um, mm-hmm. he'll find one of them funny and the other one I think he'll 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 laugh at but also be annoyed about. Uh, the, which is the best combination okay. for you. The first one is I was contacted to do uh, to be a brand ambassador. Oh yeah, yeah for sunglasses. For so, what kind of sunglasses? Oh, they're just some obviously shitty knockoff sunglasses. <laughs> but the I looked into this and and apparently I'm now something called a nano creator. Okay. Which is somebody who has a small enough audience that it's not believable that they that they would be getting paid ads. So that yeah. is actually where people are targeting their paid adverts at. Yeah. So what you're doing is you're wrapping this up in some sort of fact, when in fact it is just a boast. No, no, no. It's it's not a boast. But that was excellent. No, no. I thought that was amazing. That was great. No, it's it's that was really, it's really not, good. It's not a boast. It's not a boast, right? Because it, obviously it's nonsense. Like the, you're like one of those lads over in Spain that sells glasses, don't they? <laughs> yeah. But on but well, on, online. Well, that's what this. Well, like, yeah, that's the quality that these are. And obviously, yeah. they just fo- they probably just run like a report on Instagram and just get you all know, just like get all these yeah. users in the location <laughs> they want, and then just send like the total blanket email because the email was like, "Oh, we'd love if you wore these in your content." Blah blah blah. <laughs> and, and what I what I what I wanted to do was say yes to it, get them, and then just Photoshop them into the memes. So that the monks are just <laughs> wearing sunglasses. You should wear them on the podcast, man. <laughs> they are wear them, wear them doing doing a bit of stand up or something. But that was the first thing. I just thought that was funny, right? But the second yeah. thing, the thing. I- no, that that was also annoying. That oh, was, was that, that annoying, annoying as well? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they, uh, yeah. they, well, okay. Well, if that's annoying, <laughs> strap in. The other thing is that I don't know if you saw this or not, but um, the my memes they're they're getting a lot of um, a lot of let's say interesting fans. A lot of people of big renown are liking these. Uh, the in fact, among my fans, I would count among mm. my fans now is yeah. um, I don't know if you're familiar with with the with, with the amazing actress Minnie Driver. <laughs> I I think it's over for us. Man. <laughs> I think it's over. This has been. <laughs> Six minutes. If anyone's left, if anyone's left listening to this, this stage, yeah, that's amazing. I'm very happy. You're for very... You. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be annoyed by that. I, I've. I always wanted one of us to be followed by the driver. You know, that's the way it is. She can get her on a podcast. Uh, I don't think so. I'll. I'll clarify. She didn't follow me. She's just liked a few of my memes. Okay. okay great. So she's well, playing she's... coy. <laughs> yeah. Have you liked some of her stuff? Ah, you know, just the, her her book is coming out now. The, yeah. the fair play to her. If we went through her page, would it just have liked by oral comedy it, all over? It would have like uh, it would. It would have the last the last one hundred. Oh, fuck it, lad. I think I think I died in a car crash or something. This has to be <laughs> this some is your sort worst of nightmare, trip. isn't it? This has to be no, not not. You think that the mini driver thing is my worst nightmare? It's the fact that we're fucking talking about it. Like, <laughs> Why? Oh, you have to give here. the people what they want. I thought you were going to say, like, I don't know, Arnold Schwarzenegger or something, or, you know, something. No. Uh, but no, I think that's really cool. That's really, really great. I'm very happy for you. Look, I, I and the reason I'm happy for you is because I can stay balanced in my own success that I'm experiencing at the moment. Oh, go on, right? go on. Like, what? Don't, don't do that. What? Don't, don't, no, I'm excited to hear about your success. Right, so. Um, <laughs> I got I, another you know, parking fine revoked. <laughs> this guy. Swear to God! No, no, it's really good. It's really good. I got um, I uh, I was hosting a gig. Mm. Um, I was hosting a gig, and uh, oh. it was uh, outside London a little bit. Yeah, and um, travelled in, uh, or travelled out, I should say. Uh, rocked in there, and uh, went up to the bar, and I said, uh, "Hey, I'm here to host a comedy." And he said, "What comedy?" Oh my God! And he said, "There's no comedy on here tonight." And uh, and then I just then I just stayed there for a while, mm. and I went home. So you know. It's kind of going both ways for us, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I think um, I, I think in many ways, we, well, I, we both did the same amount of comedy on on Friday night. Yeah, you know? exactly. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. The, except one of us had a lovely notification from Mini Driver to <laughs> yeah, tie mean, them over. <laughs> that's the way it was. I also got a screenshot of it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I want to talk about something. Go on. I'm very happy for your success, as you can tell. Go on, um, but. For people who are out there who haven't given us a five star on Spotify yet, I've caught you at the start, right? Instead of the end when you normally turn off. But give us a five star on Spotify. I want to see that at 100. If you haven't already, do it right now while you're listening yeah, to yeah. it. You can just click on it. It's just above it. Um, but the other thing is, is that on our YouTube channel where we put up some shorts and clips from this podcast, we have been getting some comments in. And it is really, really funny on YouTube to just see the parts of um, society that, we, <laughs> that we're attracting oh, yes. and, and whatever. Um, but one of my favorite interactions we've got yet. Yeah, no, it was a very, um, I was very proud of how clickbaity this title is, Go right? Because I knew what was coming in, but I didn't think they actually would. But it was, is UFO politically incorrect? Right? Hashtag aliens, hashtag podcast, yeah. right? Two good hashtags as well. But in this <laughs> clip, um, I'm just telling a story, which is true, um, of where I correct a family member uh, when they say UFO and I say, you actually need to say UAP these days. Right. And they didn't say anything to me and walked away. Right. That's the clip. Um, 
so a guy comes in and he says, <laughs> with strangers, that's okay. But politically correcting your own family member about the word UFO to UAP, that's really infuriating. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, I got the, well, I assume, I'm just assuming it's him. I said, I got the reaction I deserved. And then he said, at least you're humble enough to accept it. That's impressive. He goes, let's be fair. We get too much political correctness. I'm not surprised they left without saying a word. That sort of correction is fucking annoying. <laughs> M driver. M driver. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm glad you took that bit seriously. That's really good. That, we, we really juiced it. What? That, that, that. <laughs> it's fucking, you're just going to be doing mini driver callbacks for the whole I thing. I won't. I won't. I won't. I promise. I promise. See, what I was actually going to say in terms of the, uh, in terms of the comments... Uh, on these videos <laughs> no in terms of the comments on these videos if I, if I come completely clean right the, the, it's, not, it's not you is it no <laughs> I'm both commenters <laughs> I'm both commenters no I think I think Dennis what we have to do is you know we bring these people into our fold and then we will we'll educate them about the correct terms for yeah. UFO UAP I have to be honest with you though I I find it very hard to say anything other than UFO. It's it's just ingrained into you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And if if we do get disclosure and these lads start being about, I'm going to have to change what I call them. Like whip Pretty fast. rapidly. Yeah, yeah. Also, speaking of UAPs and UFOs, um, if you're supporting us on Patreon, you can come to the Den Files, which happen after every episode on, you guessed it, Patreon. Um but uh, I've got a lot of UFO and UAP news today. I usually, I, I usually, I want to go and try. And f- I always type in first. I'm trying to find something for the den files. I always type in werewolf news. <laughs> always, just in case. Once in the blue moon happened, but never happens. Never happens. I'll have to check the calendar for the next blue moon and then maybe do it the week after. Dennis, you uh, you mentioned that there was something an axe you wanted to grind at the start of the episode. Is there? Yeah. There usually is. I can't really remember. It was something to do with Indiana Jones, you told me. No, I didn't have an axe to grind. It wasn't an axe. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. It was was just to bring it up. It was just from um, the YouTube shorts thing again, right? Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, They barely even noticed we're doing it. But so (laughs) I just put up this thing. I said, debate, are there ghosts ghosts in Indiana Jones? Okay, yeah. And it's just us talking about Indiana Jones. And this guy brought up and he said, um, Ark of the Covenant scene. Okay. Right? Oh yeah, spirits. Uh, right, but I actually uh, provided your argument on this by doing a little research. Right, and I said I think I can speak for Roger that his argument might be that they are technically angels. Okay, well I w- you're close. And then I and then I wanted to ask you whether or not an angel is the same as a ghost. Well, no, it's not. He, so then you, you could go forward with that argument. Yeah, then. but I don't know if they're angels. I think what they might be is uh, maybe. Maybe they. Def- can I get go defensive apparitions? <laughs> You're not far off it. I I was going to just say I think that they might be like extensions of maybe like the heavenly spirit or something. I don't yeah. I don't know if they're straight up ghosts because they're not lingering. I think that really is what determines what a ghost is. Is okay. is a spirit that lingers. Whereas these lads, if you see them, it's like they're on the. It's like they're at rush hour. They're f- they're flying out there. Um, there's another one here then as well, and it said, "Why haven't you followed me back?" And it's M Driver. Hmm. Uh, would you will you give them a follow back? 
Yeah. You follow the Mac for me. The uh, Let's see what well, well, they're actually plaguing the the YouTube place. <laughs> really, the uh, all, yeah, they're all over all it. the M drives, uh, the M drive. Uh, Dennis, this week it's as if we're in in simpatico. Is that what the term is? Yeah, that's what it is. Is it like we're we're we're, we're like we're mind melting. We're linking up. Yeah, we're we're ants. Yeah, we are. We're we're becoming ant ants. Ants nest mind. <laughs> ant heads. <laughs> Uh, because Dennis uh, this week's episode is I think not unlike an Indiana Jones type adventure because this week's episode Dennis we're talking about we're talking about an ancient object we're talking about a an almost unfathomable unfathomable piece of technology we're talking about something Dennis called the Antikythera Mechanism. Never heard about it ever, ever before. Never. Never in your life. Not even close. Can you give me the word again? The Antikythera Mechanism. So that is spelt... Don't have a clue. A-N-T-I-K-Y-T-H-E-R-A Mechanism. And what's a Kythera? Uh, it's it, the I'll 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 cut you off there in terms of I I had a similar I I had a similar thought process to you when I first heard about it, but actually it's a place in Greece. Okay. So I me. so I I also look happy at it with, with saying that I probably am saying it wrong, but I I think this one, Dennis, this one will, it I think it will it will set a fire in your arse i'd say for this inside my arse yeah and is is there uh, if you were to spin the wheel there no like mm. and uh, point us out are we in ghost territory or are we in alien territory where are we i think where's the arrow we're actually we're actually in in two territories potentially right <laughs> we're in two yeah. territories that one of which i think we've almost never been in which one is like ancient ancient civilization territory Oh, we've we popped in there before, but not r- rarely. Yeah, and in the other territory is um, I don't want to spoil anything, but we'll say alien territory. Okay, nice, great. Wait, when was, we haven't done an alien one in a while. I don't think have we. No, this isn't full Usually. alien though. Okay, we're it's, not going full no. alien. Well, actually, two episodes ago, we did do a guy saying that aliens existed, and the U.S. government just had them. So I guess that is if true, you yeah. count that, but as not alien. in a while. In a while. <laughs> in a while. Like. Yeah, two weeks. Not in a fortnight. <laughs> yeah, I mean a fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't done drugs in a while. Yeah, on the back of that, Dennis. Mini Driver hasn't messaged me in a while. Oh, shut <laughs> up! And get on with the episode. <laughs> Let's crack on with the lame stream narrative. <laughs> Look at him laughing away. He can't. He won't be able to pull himself together for this whole thing. How is your girlfriend handling this news? <laughs> she she loves Mini Driver. Yeah. She loves Mini Driver. The, uh, the three of us are meeting up actually. Parasite. <laughs> <Her side. laughs> <laughs> Many, if you're listening, don't ask, I'm only don't ask me. To, don't ask me to edit that. <laughs> no, do not ask me. In early 1900s, a group of Greek sponge divers ran a routine exhibition. <laughs> Wow, no. great! He's laughing. He's laughing at his own words. You've you've changed sides on this podcast. I haven't. I haven't. You have. Ever since the fame, you've changed sides. The, you've lost it. The phrase "sponge divers" is funny. I did. I all day. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get through that. But 
Let's, let's see. So it turns out it did. Yeah, yeah. A group of Greek, <laughs> a group oh. of Greek sponge divers were on a routine exhibition off the coast of Antikythera, where one of the crew came to surface in a panic. The crew could hardly believe. The crew member could hardly believe what he had seen, as he claimed that under the waves there had been a group of faces with milky white complexions and several ghostly bodies. Anxious. Oh, sorry. Go on. Sorry, reminiscent of um, the kind of selkies we did in an episode before. So it's reminding me of. Yep. So are these underwater ghosts we're encountering? Wait, are we, we're not doing Atlantis, are we? Mm, uh, it's Atlantis adjacent, but no. Okay. No, not. But so th- these lads who make a living out of um, hunting sponges underwater. Yeah. And that's where the we da- get the our most sponges dangerous in the game. House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they get paid a lot because it's a dangerous, dangerous yeah, job. Do you know the next Avatar movie is all going to be about. <laughs> About sponges. Six and a half. Six and a half hours long. Yeah. Is um it just wondering because I know you would have looked this up, but how do they catch the sponges? What kind of bait do they use? Oh, um water. But it's fresh water, you see. Ah, oh, right, yeah. okay. So that's how they uh, they gather them up. And how is that like chum? They put fresh <laughs> yeah, water into throw, the into the sea. They throw fresh water into actually, do you know um do you know those like uh you must know these. They're they're like uh Back in the 90s, you could get these pellets. They're like plastic pellets yeah. that would dissolve in water, but they have liquid contained within them. What were they for? They were... I remember my sisters used to get them as like a... I think I, think I bit one. I think I tried to eat one before. Yeah, they, they, were like, they were like early bath bombs. Yeah, that's the, the early bath bombs. Early yeah. bath bombs. The pre, pre-industrial age bath bombs. <laughs> yes, yes. The, they're, they're like... Um, they're, they're maybe like small... Bath Molotov cocktails or something. They're 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 not as um as explosive. So you chum the water with this with fresh water, and then they throw in these little kind of almost soap tablets. Yeah. to get the sponges to come up. And they they come up. I actually have a bath bomb here. Oh yeah. Yeah. They bought bought it as a surprise for my girlfriend, and um, it's stinking out the whole house. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. I have a big I have a big bin in the kitchen. <laughs> So, right, so he was under the water and he saw these faces, right, with white complexions and and several ghostly human bodies, right? That's what he saw. Mm -hmm. So anxious to see what the crewman was raving about, other members of the team suited up and went to investigate. Much to their shock, the original diver was telling the truth. But these people were not, in fact, humans, but the remains of ancient Greek statues, which had evidently sunk along with the ship they were on. So that's what he'd come across. He's actually found a huge oh. ship that had sunk. All right, so no story there then. They're just, this is, he'd just come across a, a really cool artifact. Yeah, so that's like the start of the story. And a bend of story. Like, there's going to be no surprises after this short. No, no, there's not. There's a, just a, it's just a big misunderstanding. Yeah, settle in. The whole thing. Settle in, strap up. There is nothing, there's, there's nothing going on here. A year later, Dennis, the whole wreckage would be scoured by the same divers contracted by the Greek government in order to retrieve these precious artefacts for archaeological examination. Among these many artefacts was one unassuming piece which to the untrained eye appeared to be nothing more than a square-shaped rock with a strange indentation on its side. However, upon closer examination, archaeologists 
Valerius Status was shocked to find a gear wheel embedded in the piece. He was convinced that this must have been some kind of ancient clock. However, his colleagues dismissed it as too complex for the time period and suggested that in fact it was a piece of out-of-date debris that had been deposited in the same area. They urged him to discontinue this line of inquiry, which unfortunately he did. So wait, is the co- it means that the cogwheel is just too advanced, is it? Is that what's tipping, or taking them off to it? Yeah, yeah. So they're saying okay. that can't be it. So they're, they're suggesting like some ship in the 1800s must have come by. I could never down. be an, ar- an archaeologist ever because anything I would find, I would just go top level like madness. Like no matter what it is, I'd be like, okay, look, I know there's meant to be Roman stuff here, but this this is probably alien. Like I would go, I would go bananas. Do you think Everything so? I would find it. Yeah, I would. I would. I would actually go mad. And just to try and put more interest into my job. And <laughs> and do you think? Do you, I dread to think how that manifests in your in your current job? But you're just like next to a printer and it prints out and you're. Oh like, my oh, god! Something's going it's on here. Alien. Trying to contact us. They um. They, do you uh, do you think that that has changed? That impulse has changed before or after you started this podcast? Uh, I think I would always have this impulse to um, make up lies at work. Okay, but I think that I think that this is just giving, this is just giving me more inspiration. Phrasing that way sounds very bad. That sounds yeah, bad. but you have to like you know when someone emails you and they're like, "Do you have the reports?" and you're like, "No, I lost them all. They're all deleted." And then yeah. you give them a bit of a panic, get the email back, and then go, "Gotcha." There we go. You know, well, like I do have a couple of gaps in my CV, obviously, because it's hard to be rehired. But I mean, it's it's, well, you just lie about those again, then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. just say. Actually, did you see that? Sometimes Twitter advice is hilarious, but it's usually American based, and even then, it's completely off. But it's like you know, it's always a shoot him. Yeah, yeah, kill him. Yeah, (laughs) when you're in an interview and they ask you about your previous work history, box him in the face. Yeah, Uh, but no, this one was like um, they ask you, and there's a gap. Just say, oh, it's a. you know, I had to sign an NDA, so I can't mention it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, can't mention it, can't, can't do it. But then, like, oh, the the advice or the thing they're not telling you is, like, that those people are just like, all right, well, I don't care. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know what you're talking about, so I, I don't know what it is. Have you ever signed an NDA? Um, yes. Oh. I mean. No. no. Ah, there you go. That's how, that's how, that's how it can't you. Mm. That's a, uh. The, that you you had to sign that after all your lies, all your many lies. The I think um, the I I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement for like the most boring job of all time. Like it was just. <laughs> I think it's just to inflate their own importance. One thing I'll tell you about this: I was laughing about you in the shower the other day. You were laughing about me in the shower, or like me. You were you were thinking about me showering and laughing. Wherever you want to put, the, wherever you want to put the comment, oh, that sentence on, is up yeah. to the listener, right? But I was in the shower and I thought of the time. Now I'll be coy, right? Yeah. But, um, it was in. A, you were in a competition, uh-huh. right? And you had to you are you had to you know sign some stuff and whatever. And they gave you advice beforehand that basically amounted to when you enter this competition, be prepared for news vans being outside your house. Oh like, yeah. The tab the tabloids are going to door yeah. stomp you like. That was really <laughs> that was hilarious. The, the, the reality is the reality is the actual competition will be watched exclusively by bitter comedians. Yeah, that's it. They I, and I'm and I'm saying that in a not in a completely non judgmental way. Yeah. Um that same but, competition but, uh, my fee for it 
was one pound. Mm. One pound? One pound for being in it. I didn't even, I didn't even get a pound for it. Well, no, they never paid me. So I'm thinking of taking them to small claims court. Very small claims court. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to take them to tiny court? I am. The tiny, tiny hammer. Squeak, squeak. Okay. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Just a humiliated judge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> judge, tiny wig. Tiny wig on top of his bald head. Um, so. I don't think they're all bald under the wigs. No, no, no. But this guy is. This guy is. Ah, yeah. Okay. So, so, Dennis, um, to get back to the story, right? So we're at the point now where uh, Valerius status, he's, he's, He's gone, this looks odd, you know. Something looks up here. And all the lads have told him, no, you're, you're an idiot. You're an idiot, Valerius. But, Drop it. But, but, Dennis, that was until in 1951 when Yale scientist, I think you're going to like this name, Derek J. DeSulla Prince took an Good. interest in the piece after discovering... While looking at pictures of it, well, discovering what he believed was the ancient Greek word for Libra on the side of the mechanism. So, so what does that tell us then? Is that is that like they're trying to date it? So he saw Libra and he thought, oh, my God. Well, that's one part of it. Is it it seems, you know, because people have said, oh, this was just found in the wreckage. It probably isn't even from the time period. Yeah. So first of all, you're correct. It, that leads him to believe. Well, that's a that's a term from ancient Greek, in the side of yeah. it. But the other thing is that it, that would be big enough coincidence itself. But the other coincidence, along with this, is the fact that it was already proposed that it might have been some kind of clock or some kind of astrological clock, and mm. he's seeing the name for an astrological star sign constellation. So that makes okay. him think. You know, there's something up here. So I'm not, I'm not a horoscope guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you're more of an astrological guy than I am. I have a big so, Sag energy. Yeah, you do, you do. Yeah. Um, even though I don't really know what that means because of my previous statement. But um, so with this, like this, like, is there anything back in the day with astrological stuff where they would print like the names of stuff on things to do with astrological? whatever's do you, do you know what i mean like, well, yeah, is any, yeah like is there any things that they, that i know of, of before or or even now that they, they refer to that is like this device so so dennis right i get i get where you're coming from that was probably the counter argument from a lot of archaeologists mainstream archaeologists the worst kind of archaeologists mm. at the time right because it took uh it took uh it took derek j de sola prince price sorry it took him nearly 20 years of research and hypothesis uh, before he eventually managed to actually get access to the device, convince them that there was something worth examining more in the device, and team, teaming up with a Greek physicist called Sherlampos Karakalos. I'm sure I said that wrong, but I tried my best. Right? Sounds good to me. They, together, they x-rayed the device. I think this is pretty genius, right? They x-rayed it. And they published their findings in a paper in 1974. And what they did is they took the individual layers of the device, because they obviously mm. didn't want to break it up and stuff, took the individual layers, figured out what was going on inside it, 
and were able to rebuild the mechanism, figure out what the mechanism was from within. And when they reconstructed it, it proved that the original status was vindicated in his assumptions and that it, in fact, was an astrological clock. It's confirmed. That's what it was. Yeah. Thus, the legend of the Antikytherian mechanism was born. A question for you. If they have a ship like this, right, or a wreckage, and you go down and you find some stuff, Mm -hmm. and there happens to be, like, a fridge in it, Mm. like a fridge from modern times has lodged itself in in between two statues of, like, Zeus and some other... They're holding it, like... Are they are they compelled to keep that fridge in a warehouse next to all the other statues? You know, I would because why did they hang on to this object if they're just saying this is scrap? So this was I think they they hung on to it because they they didn't know what it was, I guess. Okay. So they were just like we better hold on to it because who knows, right? They were lucky. They they were very lucky. And and the thing is, Dennis, they didn't know how lucky they were because it didn't just vindicate Valerius status right didn't just vindicate him it also it also proved to be the world's oldest analog computer that's what really? that's what it actually was right and it, it dated to the second century bc which meant that it predated the the previously believed oldest analog computer but get this 1500 years Wow, so that's bigger than the Fortnite. Wait, with the, an analog computer as well. What what is that in like layman terms? So like, um, if you wanted to go very simple with an analog computer, I guess you could say that like a wind up clock. Okay. Right. If you wanted to go really simple, like the idea of a mechanism that can you, you know perform some kind of activity for you. Okay. But um, but this is way, way further. Beyond that, because Dennis, not only did it prove to be the oldest analog computer out there, it also was capable of calculations for the stars and for the like astrological movements. It could predict um, eclipses. It could predict when the next um, when the next Olympics was going to be. I know that sounds funny, but <laughs> it's true, right? The the next. Well, how, what 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 does that mean? Are the Olympics based on some the next something? ancient the ancient Olympics would have been? Okay, yeah. So um, imagine that. Like they didn't they didn't predict like you know I don't know, like the LA Olympics or anything. Like no, that. no, it did. Yeah, it okay. didn't go. It didn't go. Brazil. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't that complicated, right? But it could tell when they were going to happen. <laughs> There's also a really good chance that I've just landed on a place that has never held the Olympics when I may, I basically had 100 options. What? Where, where, where did you say? LA Olympics. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's a good chance. Good chance. But anyway, so with this um, little computer, that's really cool. Mm. And the nearest one was 1500. So is this kind of like a little, like a pocket Newgrange or something? Or a pocket, you know, any one of those? Yeah, I think that's that, a good way that, of thinking about it. Yeah. That it, it's like, it's... um. It, it was incredibly precise, right? And it, it was actually capable of calculations, astral calculations, that that we didn't think had been discovered until the 1600s. How does it... Well, like, I know, obviously, it would be a, might be a little bit complicated to explain how it works, but yeah. how does it work? Um, you know, is it... I can't remember what those things are called. You know those things you point at the sky and then you can tell where you, 
you are Sextants. and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, and used to be a great pub in Cork. But um, those that little box, like, is is that dependent on where you are or is it giving you different information? Oh, that's, that's a great question. So the... My understanding is that when they processed all the calculations, it actually specifically, it specifically works in the location of um, of Greece. Oh, okay, that's really cool. So, like, if so, let's say you had this in I don't know, um, Egypt. Yeah, if the calculations are going to be slightly off, and then they reckon that they use them for stuff like predicting. Uh, when it, like like I said, eclipses or uh, when 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 like seasons were going to be for far off uh, for like far off plans and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah, incredibly incredibly complicated um, device, right? I actually did copy a detailed description of how it was um, of how it was constructed. But looking at it now, I neither of us will make a fucking lick of sense of this. Uh, <laughs> do do we have any watchmakers listening? To <laughs> yeah, we're big in the horology community, so I think it actually might be better um, if you if you can uh, if you look it up maybe to get a good idea of the. Uh, so, well, right now, yeah, I think that might be good. Uh, I'll, I'll send you the uh, it, spelling. Yeah, because um, obviously that's not going to be. Uh, that's not going to be so easy to do. Oh wait, no, I have. Oh, do you? Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, for listeners at home, that uh, if your imagination was like my one, um, I imagined almost a cube piece of brick with a thing sticking in, with a, a like a, a kind of a cogwheel sticking into it. It's it's different than that. Um, do you look up the replica? It, yeah, I'm looking okay, that yeah. up now as well. I mean, Jesus, to explain this though would be pretty hard. Yeah, you know what it looks. You know what it kind of looks like, or what it reminds me of, is a roulette table, like a, a little miniature roulette table. But obviously, those things are pointing to uh, what are they pointing to? Like different seasons and stuff. Yeah, seasons, astral movements, all that kind of shite. Um, yeah, that, it's a, it, I, I suppose the the face of a watch as well is probably closer, but it does genuinely look like a roulette table. But um, uh, this is the replica I'm looking at, obviously. But here's another interesting fact about this, Dennis, is that when they looked at the the gears and cogs that were used to um, that were used to develop it, mm. they found that they were precisely made. So they weren't. Um, they didn't show signs of like wearing or signs of irregularity. So that suggests. Yeah. That this wasn't like made on the fly. It was, it was known how to make this. If that makes sense. So they're making it from precise plans. It's not like they're putting so, it together and trying to work it out as they're making it. So it's being produced in a way, like as in you know what I mean, like like not mass produced, but it's being produced by someone. Yes, who knows what they're doing. Yeah, they didn't just invent this as a one-off. Yeah. So Dennis, although modern science can recreate this object and discern what it was used for, how it was originally designed and crea- created, remains to this day unexplained. I think this is really cool. Like, this is really, really cool. If you're at home and you're sitting down, um, or wherever you <laughs> it, are... It, it's that impressive. You have to be sitting down. Look it up. It's really cool. Also, people are making um, replicas from Lego as well and things. Which are you is serious? E- equally as impressive. That, um, that I didn't know. 
Yeah, and there's people who are providing um, 3D printing plans for them as well. Okay, that doesn't odd. surprise me too much. That is pretty cool. And I can see some of the ones that they've made here and things. But I don't know, it just seems it seems amazing. I mean, I don't know, I find it very hard to kind of like to conceptualize what technology they, they had available or what life was like and stuff because all of my um like all of my influences are coming from like Discovery Channel like um you know like uh, reenactments and okay, stuff. Okay, yeah. So, like, you know, as far as I'm concerned, up until 1985, everyone was brain dead. You know, like, like as in, I, I just can't, I can't get it into my head. But that device, that looks like, like the point I'm trying to make is that device looks futuristic mm. uh, for a long, long time. Like, it looks like something from the 1900s or something. Well, get this, Dennis. I remember back then. Is it, if I, I do, actually, I remember back then. They, they get this, Dennis, is some people speculate that there's actually more to it than what exist then what like it has survived mm. so that we actually um maybe it could do even more stuff oh like it, it could be it could have been part of something bigger yeah yeah and you you hand crank it and you want and uh, how does it i wonder as well what would be really cool is if they were producing it in greece and mm. um, i wonder if could they take it somewhere else and just kind of recalibrate it a little bit and get the, you know, like as in, if they said, okay, we're, we're whatever, a thousand miles off this way or however they're measuring things, then they could say, all right, we need, our measurements are going to be this far off. So here are two things for you, right? One, it, an interesting thing is, I don't, I don't think this is confirmed, but people speculate that the, because the ship had so much prized goods on it, mm. that some people speculate, and I don't know if the time period matches up precisely, but they think that it might have even been um, a gift to Julius Caesar, the whole thing, uh, from the people of Rhodes. That's one theory. That's, I'm all over that. Yeah. So, but, that's, that's, that's going as canon into my but, mind, no matter what you tell me in the next 10 minutes. But here, here's something that might blow your mind as well, right? This will this is blow your arse out. Is, uh, apparently, apparently, uh, it's designed from the perspective of Earth being the centre of the universe. And as a result, it does all these bizarre calculations with, like, the uh, celestial bodies to account for that. Oh, because it thinks it's, like, it's orbiting around the place, so it has to explain why they're in different places. Yeah. So... That still that still match up with the theory that they're going around us. Yeah, yeah. So Very cool. it actually does, like, these weird things that are, like bizarre orbits that that we now know these planets and stuff didn't work from you know do you think there's like i mean this is a very long time ago like do you think there's any chance that the guy's still of, around no no <laughs> uh there's like uh maybe kind of a futuristic tech influence on this well i'm glad you mentioned that dennis because i think it's about time we get into the theories on this one right so I have one, two, three, four, five theories for us today. Uh, do you will we? What will I? What order will I sort them in? Four, two, three, one, five. What? Four? What? No, I meant four, like four, two, three, one, five. Like what way? Do you want me to tell them to you? Like do you want? That's what I mean. Like as in like whatever is the first one on your list. Okay. What? Four, four, two, three, one, five. So, like, the first one on your list would be second last. The last one would still be last. Oh. 
How about you? Listen, um, I can, every se- every second one. I did not expect. No, no. I I expected you to say like you know, give me the most outlandish first, or give me you know, give me your tamest no, theory first. The thing is. I have this thing that I, I was swimming and I was doing sponge fishing and I found this little object. Oh, this is, this is what it's telling me. Is it? Is me <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So you tell me what number do you want first then? I'll go your way, right? Even though uh, it might ruin the dramatic arc of this. But <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you do the dramatic arc? No. no matter what no matter what I tell you, just, just do what you're going to do. Um, four. Okay. But also whichever one you would like. Okay. I think it's hard to believe that humans could make it now, given our combined brain power. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first one you want is... Yeah. <laughs> it's from another universe. Ah, come on. Actually, I suppose, yeah, if it was... Oh, wait, are you, a time traveler is going to come into this. Uh, I have six theories. <laughs> okay, yeah, you just got one more. It has to be a time traveler. That's way better than a universe guy. Do you think that? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when I say yeah. another universe, I guess it's kind of encompassed because I I mean like they're traveling from dimension to dimension. Okay. So, oh, Jesus, I remember when we got it. What was the time traveling episode we got into? I hated. I hated. I didn't it hate the episode, be, but I hate. I hated where it brought us. Could be John Titter, or it could be the um the that Welsh one. The <laughs> what? That Welsh one. The 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 John, the Dod- John Titter. Dodlin, uh, the messages. I think. Or... Oh yeah. No, it was the John Titter time okay, travel. Yeah, yeah. Was the one because we were talking about traveling in through different universes and stuff. Mm. Okay, so I like that kind of like an Indiana Jones time traveler has arrived. Um, Fifteen hundred. You see, sorry, I'm jumping around thoughts here. But what I like about that theory, right? I can't believe I'm saying this, <laughs> is that they would have to bring back stuff or across stuff or I, I assume they're coming from the future but a different universe right that's yeah. my assumption but they would have to bring back stuff that wouldn't look too out of place okay yes at the time and would also need to work so like they can't bring back something that needs power okay yeah yeah you see you know so they will they will have to bring this thing back plus maybe when they time travel that affects like electronics and stuff I don't know so you, you, you're um, saying it needs to be pre-industrial revolution is basically what you're saying yeah right? everything okay, yeah. everything needs to be wound up mm. basically Clockwork. Can't be battery operated. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm on board for that. Okay. Uh, now, why they need to be in Greece? I suppose I don't know where, what time they're. That's where everything there. was going on back then. Yeah, maybe maybe they just want to go back to the birthplace of stuff. But like, I don't know. I don't know why they're going back there. May, oh, I, I I can probably think of a theory. They need to go back <laughs> there because something is something has been lost to time that is going to save their world in the future. That's usually what they're, the time they're going back to find out about um, Greek fire. Okay, that's what they're going back for. Yeah, yeah. They're going back to figure... Or no, do you know what they're going back to? Is um, figuring out how to tie a toga. That, yeah, Because that knowledge has been lost. Anyone who, who has had a toga party will tell you the embarrassment that they have... That uh, they've been caused through togas. The so next theory, Dennis, is that the Greeks... The ancient Greeks were more advanced than we believed them to be. <sighs> yeah, I mean... Okay, I I have to take your word for it on this, right? Go on. But like, was there anything around at that time that was that advanced? No, no, Gen- definitely not. No, genuinely not. Like, honestly, that's even just what the same people are saying. Okay, <laughs> right. So everyone, everyone agrees on that. Yeah, one. yeah. That's like okay. That's a, th- all right. Well, then, then that is the that is the theory, though. Like that is the true theory, no? Well, Dennis, the next theory is that it was gifted to us by aliens. 
All right. Now, what would be, again, what would be the purpose of the aliens giving us that? So, I, you've asked this a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. You, you have. And I'm fucking sick of it. Right. But I'm going to take your own, I'm going to take your own point that you brought up earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to throw it back at you, right? Because I think that this is the aliens' way of explaining to the ancient Greeks just how advanced they are. Okay, and I'm going to throw back the point that this device measures the Earth as being the center of the universe, yeah. which is completely wrong. Well, they didn't want to blow their minds too much. Okay. <laughs> okay. Little by little. Yeah. I think <laughs> one, that, thing, that... one thing at a time, you know. <laughs> Let's give them a computer that calculates everything yeah. incorrectly. Yeah. Don't, don't fucking... They, if you're, you, might, you might get your mom on, on Facebook, but you're not, you're not giving her fucking VR. You're not getting her on OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, you know, annoyingly, annoyingly, I kind of buy that. I knew it. I, do you know what? I could actually sense your weakness today. Yeah, uh, I could. I, I could buy that. Unfortunately. Okay. Next theory, then, Dennis, is that it's uh, it, that it's a carrying on, a continuation from knowledge from an ancient, advanced civilization, maybe even one that predates the Greeks, and they they themselves were just continuing this knowledge, but it's been lost to modern day humans. I think, I don't know, like, as in this episode, uh, uh, maybe you expected some backlash or something. I think this is one of the coolest things we've ever done. I know, I, I knew this, uh, I knew this would be up your alleyway. I thought this would be the sort of thing that you'd, because um, deep down inside, you like the idea that you think you could make this or figure out how it works. <laughs> I, I could, I could break it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could definitely, I could, I could get a loan of it, think I could do those things, break it and sweat then for a long, long time. I, there could be, uh, you could get, um, you could probably get a phone call from me at 4am. Like, I could have newspapers stuck up on my wall and, like, you know, arrows You're pointing things one. and everything. Do, do you I, think I, that this is uh, more or less complicated than, than the last big mechanical project that you undertook, which was taking apart an Opel Corsa? Uh, and replacing the head gasket? Yeah. Do, do you know what? That, that, that's a, my, other, my, my other theory, <laughs> is that this is actually the engine of an Opel Corsa. <laughs> I, um, I've seen the cylinders in it. Uh, yeah, that, it would probably... You know, it would be more difficult just because there's um, there's less room to work with. So it'd be maybe in my younger years I could have done it, but I no, I just I just find this stuff fascinating. I also find like things like um, well, I can't believe I can't remember the name of it. Oh no, not Newgrange, the other one, the what Stonehenge. The, the, Stonehenge, yeah, like you know the the way that they have the advanced like masonry on it and the hinges and stuff. For, and when you tell people when you tell people that they they go they act like you're crazy. Yeah, like, I'm not crazy. For for the people listening at home who aren't watching the YouTube video, the way Dennis uh, conveyed Stonehenge is he did an impression of Madonna doing Vogue. Uh, <laughs> what what you did like? What the, have you been? What have you been watching lately? What? That's what you're coming up with. You did. You went. Yeah. Wow. Madonna's in the building. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I think it's I think it's really, really cool. I, I don't know. This stuff kind of annoys me at the same time because you <laughs> can dismiss stuff. But this this is just gonna keep me no. up at night. What do you what do you think? I know we're going through well, the theories, but what, where do you think this thing comes well, from? Well we well, we've got the last theory here, Dennis. And it mm. kind of is a continuation for the from the theory I, I just said to you, but this is my this is my favourite theory. It itself is an ancient artifact. So it is an ancient artifact that the Greeks found. found. 
And they were just carrying it around as something cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's also believable. Yeah. That's really annoying. Now, I, I don't know about the carbon dating and stuff like that. I don't know if they've done, if they've done that on it. You hope they haven't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sweating over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I I think that, for me, is my favourite theory. That it itself is another... That, that, that it was a remnant that even even the Greeks could only barely fathom. I, very cool. I, I also kind of thought that it might be brought on the ship as some sort of navigation system. Uh okay okay um like uh, again I don't I don't know its full capabilities so yeah I, like can it t- can it tell you where you are or where the stars are and stuff can it point out what they are that I don't know I don't yeah. know perhaps perhaps is what I would say if you uh, like if you were a guy as well right and you invented one of these things and it was that far back you could pretty much pretend to be a fucking wizard oh you yeah, could tell, yeah you could tell them when the crops like uh, what the crops are going to be like that year when the seasons are going to happen. You could make a pretty penny for yourself. You know, um, you reminded me of that. Is I've heard there's been, <laughs> been stories before about people coming to courts, basically, and mm. pretending to be, it's like medieval. Well, actually, even, let's say, let's say ancient times, um, ancient Greek times and stuff, coming to courts and pretending to be soothsayers and magicians and stuff. But actually, they're like, obviously, they're just snake oil salesmen. And mm. then them living their whole lives like in fear of being cut out. Like they're they're trying to come up with more and more <laughs> magic yeah. to just convince they, the the not get killed. This one would probably keep you going. Oh yeah! Oh, you could dine out on this. Yeah, for ages yeah. and ages. So, um, I just want to sum up and say for this episode, definitely one of the coolest ones we've ever done. If anyone's got any more knowledge on this, because I feel like there will be people out there who know about this, any engineers or something mm. out there, can you email us at unexplainedlegends at gmail.com or just get on us on Instagram because um, there might be a lifelong journey of um, of unanswered questions happening here for me. Well, speaking and, uh, of which, Dennis, you, you teased to me earlier that you have a, you have a message. We do. We've got a Patreon message for the people who support us on Patreon if you want to subscribe to our Patreon. Um, but this comes from... Well, actually, I, I think... Uh, or is it in this? Anyway, look, we got this really nice message in from one of our Patreon supporters who's been supporting us since pretty much we put up a Patreon. Wow. Um, also in the Discord, if you want to go join Discord, uh, you can get all the links on our Instagram um, in our little link on our bio. But this comes in. Um, I'll say her name after a while because maybe it says it. No, it doesn't say it here. You see, the annoying thing is, is that this person kindly um, explained how to pronounce her name, but I think it's on Discord. Um, and the way I'm about to pronounce this is definitely incorrect. But then there was a little story about it. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But anyway, this comes from uh, Willa, right? She says, hey, kiddos, love the show. Gave you five stars uh, months ago, right? One of the best listeners we have. Only podcast I ever listened to because the rest of them are shit. <laughs> I am True. now going to share the only ghostly experience I've ever had with you. And even if it's a bit lacking in the narrative department, that's under the pressure of your narratives. Oh, that's, that's why she that's said that. So you can take that as a massive compliment. I will, I will. It's, it's still kind of spooky. Right, so me and the family bought ourselves an incredibly regular apartment a few years back, quite cheap. I also just want to say, I have never read this. Okay. This is the first time I've read this. Warning bells. Nope. The neighbours were quite happy to see us because apparently the woman who lived there before us and died in the apartment, warning bells, nope, Mm -hmm. screamed a lot. Jesus. That's not good. That's not a good (laughs) neighbour. Couple of nights later, we, how's the new house? Ah, ah. 
that's annoying. That that is really whatever that noise is. That's it's annoying. Constant screaming, and then you go over, and it, hello. I have to. I have to. I have to whisper this right because I'm on the wall of the oh, neighbor. Okay, yeah. But basically, my television speakers keep exploding. Right, oh, like, and no. I mean exploding. The cable keeps getting like. Uh, the aux cable keeps getting charged I think from something and then it goes into the speaker and then it goes like and it like fucking blows Jesus <laughs> Christ but um, yesterday I was I was watching television and it happened and I just hear the guy next door going did you hear that did you hear that <laughs> that <laughs> that noise where's it coming from where's it coming from <laughs> So <laughs> he doesn't know what's happening, but uh, I, I definitely will fix it at some point. Anyway, a couple of nights later, we were having dinner with family friends and told them about our new apartment. And the lady of the house said, no, you didn't. Turns out the old woman was her batshit crazy aunt and she was not exaggerating. Now, these are her words. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I, I can't it, say those words. <laughs> no, 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 it's not, it's, it's, not, it's not that, it's not that. Um, uh, that old hag had been abusing her two daughters their entire life to the point where they were both outspokenly happy when she died, which is unsurprisingly why they sold it to us cheap. Evil old crow, apparently. And she had had ex- psychotic episodes where she, and stay with me here, wrote illegible sentences and smeared poop on the walls and, <laughs> I should have read this, and pissed in all along the floor splines. I actually don't know how to pronounce that word. And she screamed all the time. Right? I'm acknowledging that this woman is mentally unwell, yeah. by the way, right? Um, the apartment was thoroughly cleaned and re-wallpapered and everything, so it was more of a creepy story than anything else. Until one day I was home alone, walking into the kitchen in the completely silent apartment, when I swear to God, as clear as day, someone loudly whispered, Mike, in my ear. I completely froze for a second, but when I looked around, there was no one there. Obviously. Door was locked. Pretty small apartment. I was quite clearly alone. So what do you do? I just went on with my day, assuming I had imagined it. I think she's very strong in the narrative apartment. Yeah, yeah, I think this is very... I'm very engaged. Couple of weeks later, same damn thing. Kitchen doorway, someone whispers, Mike. Or at least something like it. Little bit distorted, but loud. At this point, I couldn't really explain it away. So I got on the phone and texted my friend and hesitantly explained what happened and asked if she had heard anything like that from her cousins. Now, see, my friend and the whole family, including the auntie, are from Bulgaria. And she tells me that the Bulgarian word for mother is Maika, which I, I, M-A-I-K-A, right? Which I assume is similar. That's why I'm yeah, pronouncing yeah. it that way. And when she pronounced it, it sounded exactly like the whisper I heard. That's it. That's the story. I heard the whisper two or three more times during the four years we lived there. It was unsurprisingly unscary since nothing ever happened afterwards except for me eating a bowl of noodles and answering my email. So I kind of got used to it. No idea why the voice said Micah, because why would the old hag haunt around whispering mother? Then again, who knows what to expect? When we sold the apartment a few years later, we went with the second best offer because I really, really disliked the woman who put it put it in. That's amazing. (laughs) I love that. The, I I love that little bit at the end. The uh, that's crazy. You know what? I'll I'll try to find a good um a good episode to compliment that. But there is uh that's not uncommon for people to hear phrases in a different um, the ghosts are speaking in a different language. So you pick it up, uh, assuming it's something what, else. You, 
Oh, right, so they misinterpreted it. Yeah, they're, all, yeah. they're automatically assuming it's their own language. Yes, yeah, yeah. Very, very so cool. All right, I think that's the end of this week's episode. Like we're plugging at the start there, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. You get our YouTube shorts. Get us on Instagram and also uh, give us a rating on Spotify. 100 stars, please, incoming. Uh, I'm Dennis Len. You can find me at Dennis Len 3D over there wearing the green hoodie is... Roger O'Sullivan. You can find me at Roger Comedy on Instagram or at Roger O'Sullivan on Twitter. But to be honest, I'm, I think I'm heavily investing in Instagram now. The, yeah, uh, you should. You should. Uh, you're just, just waiting for those DMs. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right, please, Mini Driver, get in contact with him um, so we can do a whole episode just about the message you sent him. Uh, thanks for listening, and on the back of that, love you. Bye. Bye.